Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Buddy's Podcast where we're shaking off the rust and we are giving you all the DraftKings insider you need. Hey. Got nothing, Chris? I mean, I got a little something. You got a great show for him. Here we go. Episode 62. We're both former Patriots. Who? Amendola and Flowers. Oh, I mean, that <laughs> makes like, Yeah, that makes You're going to ride with them. You've rolled with them for years, you right. know? So, yeah. All right, here we go. We're back. Finally, Chris. What's Let's up? Let's get it. What's up, guy? What's good, my buddy? <laughs> we back. Yeah, man. Uh, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Yeah. We were off on time. We were, we were, we were off. It's a slight sabbatical. Yeah. Um, but we're back, you know. I know, man. And, like, we, you know, I've been busy. You've been busy. Yeah. And we've Dude, had you've been like Mr. Fix It. Like I know, fucking building beds and stuff, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, bed frames. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not quite that advanced where I'm like machine level building mattresses, but you know, I did build a pretty badass bed frame. <laughs> You've seen it. Oh yeah, it's pretty dope actually. But yeah, uh, Mr. Fix It back in the house. We got brisk mode, and we've got a good show. Uh, oh yeah. The thing is, when you take two weeks off, you get a shit ton of content. You really get content Even though built up. Even yeah. though it's been a slow burn for sports, right? Content has been there. Yeah, man. Um, there's something interesting. Uh, I mean, we've got a lot of old stuff, so a yeah. lot of this stuff is going to be like you shit know, that and a miss. happened like you know a week and a half ago, right? Like you know, for instance, like the James Harris and Mike Tomlin thing. We yeah. never touched on that. We never did. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming out saying he wants to play till he's forty, which we've all done. You know, we figured that was. Gonna I feel happen, like we though. talk about him too much on the pod. We kind of do. He needs to not get as much credit from us, you know. No, I mean, especially being like the third best, fourth best quarterback in the league right now. Um, uh, fourth, I don't know. I, I still put Breeze over him. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know if I'd put Breeze necessarily. I think I, I still I think Russell Wilson. I, I got definitely Pat, definitely Russell. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do Brady right now because last year with Brady was too iffy. This year with Brady will show us if he hit the wall last year or not. Brady had no weapons last year. He didn't. That's why I'm like, this year will show if he hit the wall or not. Because remember, he's had no weapons before and made stuff work. So if he can't make it happen this year, he's hit the wall, it's time to hang it up. I just hope his hitting the wall is not like Peyton when he hit the wall. Because when Peyton hit the wall in his last season, it was ugly. No, Brady's definitely not on that on that same time frame. Like I, I really feel like Brady still can go. Yeah, I, I really do. I'm hoping that it's not just he hit the wall. Yeah, but you ne- with guys like that, you never see it coming. It just happens like overnight. Yeah, but he he's different. I mean, if you saw him today, yeah. they, we had the Peyton Manning, and that's another thing oh, we wanted yeah. to bring up. Uh, Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods versus Tom Brady and Phil Dude, Mickelson. It was actually very entertaining. To it, watch. Was. it was, and and it, like prior to this, we were going to talk about it last week, you yeah. know. And prior to this, like on paper, this sounds like it'll be fantastic, and it was. It and delivered. it did. Yeah, it, it turned out to be a, a f- very entertaining. Like, dude, I'm not even a golf person. I've only like set up and actively watched golf. A handful of times <laughs> and this is one of them and i was like this might entice me to yeah. watch a little more like honestly golf without a crowd it can do wonders for them like they can they can actually start getting a bigger drawing yeah by broadcasting without a crowd for the time being especially if they mic up the guys too that was one thing i liked about this because like you don't yeah. really have all the golfers mic'd up regularly you may have a few. Yeah, but, but this dude, is more of an exhibition, too. Yeah, like if you if you mic these guys up where they're like in the middle of competition, because yeah. that was one thing I've always loved about, you know, the MLB All-Star game. You'll have guys, you know, doing interviews while they're sitting True. there in the field. And then like a lot of the preseason games, which not a lot of people yeah. watch those, but those guys are mic'd, you know, some games, are, you know, it, especially if it's like, a, you know, big guys who are yep. getting a little bit of play time, like they'll be mic'd up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, golf could, because I, I actually, I, I watch golf. Yeah. Um, not like religiously, but, but I do you, tune you in. At least watch it. Yeah, yeah, more often than most. Yep. Um, and yeah, no, that was pretty entertaining today. It was. Um, and, and honestly, the way they did the commentary too, because you had a guy that's an active golfer as like your actual play-by-play. Yeah. But then you also have Charles Barkley as like your color commentary. Yeah. And it's a nice blend that works just right. And I like bringing in guys from other sports for commentary sometimes. Because it, it gives a fresh set of eyes that you haven't had on that sport that much, mm-hmm. and it's a new take for them. 
So it's like they're they're stepping into new waters. Yeah, and golf golf is one of those things like every like especially these guys with money, you know, mm-hmm. they they play golf. Yeah. Have you ever seen Charles Barkley swing a golf club? Oh, they showed it. Earlier. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Because he has to do he had to do a challenge during it. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> um, one thing I did see when earlier he's like, he's like, you know how Charles Barkley talks too. He's oh, like, if, yeah, you know if Tom Brady can get this on the green, I'll donate twenty five thousand dollars. And Tom Brady's like, oh man, you're so that's so nice of you, Chuck. Right. Like, you go know? ahead, Chuck, do it. Charles don't expect Tom to talk trash as much as Tom no. talks trash. And then yeah, <laughs> and then he goes on like as Brady's walking up, he's like, actually, Tom. <laughs> I'm gonna put fifty thousand, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, Chuck, this one's for you." Right, and fucking shanks Just, it into the forest. <laughs> dude, like his, the first two shots from Brady and Peyton, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, <laughs> like both of their first shots were ugly. Yeah, but then you know Peyton turned it around quicker. I think and Peyton Brady, actually, you can tell he's got some time on his hands. Yeah, he's too, got some he, time on he, his he hands. He was, he actually was looking playing. like he could actually play golf better than Brady. Like, right, Brady, we all knew. You know, the bigger edge was towards Peyton mm-hmm. and uh, Tiger because Peyton has more time to actually golf. You know, Tiger is Tiger. Tiger's like, the yeah, best to ever do it. Like, yeah, Phil yeah. is good, but you technically put him with a handicap putting him with Brady. Like, let's be realistic. Not necessarily. I mean, Brady hit some fucking shots, too, he man. Did, he did. He's just not as consistent yeah, as Yeah, he's the not guy. as consistent because he doesn't play as often because yeah. he's usually, you know, prepping for football instead right. of just golfing. Yeah. That was that was entertaining. Over, was. Overall, it, overall, I actually was enjoyed a it. Very entertaining yeah. thing, and I mean, for five hours, <laughs> right. like it was five hours, but it was five hours and a little bit over. Oh. That was worth it. Yeah. So we've got a few things we want to bring up on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Khabib Gaethje. The idea for yeah. that is Fight Island in September. Yep. Um, I don't know if that fight will actually happen. You know, I want to see it happen, but I just. I'm feeling a little iffy about it, especially now that, you know, Khabib has the thing with like his dad being sick, too. I, yeah. Like that's going to that's going to keep Khabib away for a minute, especially if something unfortunately happens and his dad dies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could see him stepping away for quite some time, mm-hmm. you know, six months to a year, maybe I feel like, which it, it sucks to say it that way. But, hey, I mean, sometimes it's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I thought there was just that thing with, like, him not being able to leave Russia. Yeah, and that, too. That's another factor as well. So, like, it's so many factors against seeing Khabib in a ring yeah. anytime soon, like, until this all kind of blows over. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. But my thing, that's not the fight that I want. I, I, I You really, still want McGregor and Gaethje. That's what I want. Yeah. Honestly, I, I hope that. I honestly feel like Khabib will try to force them into doing that fight. Because he already said, Connor want a shot at me. Go ahead. You got to fight Gaethje. That's one of the guys that's the gateway to me. Really? That's what he said? Yeah, he said that a few months ago. Hmm. Yeah. Because actually, we were recording that day. Yep. And you were like, I want to see uh, yeah, Gaethje yeah. and McGregor. And then right after we got the notification, like, yeah, you know, uh, or was it during recording, I think, Something. where it was like, Khabib is like, yeah, you know, McGregor. You'd have to fight Gaethje just to get to me. Yeah, I mean, I've been asking for this fight for a long time. Yep. And then, actually, yeah, we brought it up again. Yeah. And yep. then, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but, I mean, that, w- that would be such a good fight. And I think it, it kind of paves the way perfectly but just due yeah. to the fact that, like, McGregor would have to get the interim title in order to yep. get another in shot. In order to get another shot, which is fair, in my opinion. That's honestly fair. Because Khabib would honestly just... Dude, he would maul him again. He would maul like, all of them. H-E-M I, I, McGregor. I don't think it will be as bad of a mauling if McGregor comes in with the discipline that he came in with the cowboy fight, but he'll still get mauled. Yeah. It'll just be... It'll be a more clean-looking mauling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not knocking Connor. It's just some guys are on a level that you. it's very hard to come across that level. Right. Um. Have you ever seen the video of Khabib wrestling a bear? I haven't seen that one oh yet. Oh, my God. So... You can pull it up if you yeah, want. It's like actually quite entertaining out. to watch. He wrestles, so he's like 10 years old in this video. Oh, my God. They have like a family bear that they just let him go out and wrestle. This and is it's, why it's, he's on a different level. Exactly. And he's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a baby bear, man. Yeah, like but it's, still, it's, 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 it's a bear. It's like a very adolescent, like a young yeah. adolescent bear. But it's so crazy. It's a bear, though. Like, like, this is why you're that much fucking better than everyone else. It's that video, the third one, one down. Okay. Yeah. Like Dude, I like, just saw this just... video a couple weeks ago. We didn't we didn't bring it up on the pod last time, so uh-huh. I wanted to talk about it. Like, this is why he's so look at he's using like human techniques against a bear against a bear, bro. and he's a kid. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, and like they're, you know, obviously, and actually in this video, it's pretty funny. Like the brother tries to like step in because the bear <laughs> like gets a heads up and the, and the dad's like, no, like, let him, no, let him handle this. He has to do this. Yeah. Like, dude, Russia's just different. Like, right. who has a pet bear? <laughs> I've seen people say, I want a pet wolf. I want a pet raccoon. But a pet bear? Right. Dude, come on now. Like, the bear's taking him out to jacket, bro. Oh, he got him in chokehold. Yeah, man. But this is why he's so much better than everybody yeah. else. You know, like, no, like a lot of people didn't have this opportunity growing up to no. where it's like, oh, you're going to fight a bear now. Dude, Khabib is, like, reminding me of, like, a real-life version of Drago from Creed 2. Khabib <laughs> yeah. should have been Drago's son. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dude, speaking of bear videos, did you see the, like, random videos been going around the last day or so Mm-mm. of the bear trying to break into the bins? No. Like, it's these people, like, in a window, and it's like, oh, crap, we left it locked. I mean, we left it unlocked. Well, go lock it. Dude, it's a bear down there. You hear him, like, going back and forth. Next thing you know, the bear is, like, going towards it as he goes to open it. They just start screaming, and one of them screamed like freaking SpongeBob. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> the bear yeah. looked. He looked inside. He heard the scream, looked back, and just started backing up. It was like, I'm sorry. Let me just go <laughs> ahead and leave then. I guess this isn't for me. That's funny. I'm like, dude, what? Like, so apparently, if you if you run into a bear in the wild, scream like SpongeBob. Apparently, it'll run it off. I wouldn't try that in yeah. real life, though. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what they tell you. Like, you know, when we go camping up north, you know, there's a bunch of signs and like pamphlets that kind of explain you like what you do if you encounter a bear. Yep. And like black bears, they're not huge. No. You know, they're 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 big, but they're know. like a little little bit bigger than like a normal sized guy. Yeah. So all you do is just like stand on something, throw yep. your hands up in the air, and scream fucking super loud. Yep. And you just make yourself seem like you're bigger like than you're, you are. Like search your dominance. Yeah, yeah, just like throw your hands up and just start yelling. And yep. they'll typically they'll fuck off, yeah. you know? Unless you piss them off, in which case, yeah. yeah or they have like, run. you know, if you have like fucking food that they can, well, they'll be able to smell it. But Yeah, they'll be able to smell it. Yeah. But you can usually scare them off. Yep. Um, a few different things. We want to talk about the Bulls documentary. Mm. An interesting topic that you said after the last oh, time we yeah. recorded that I want to bring up because now that I think about these old teams, like, man, this it's, one could have been special. Like, and it's crazy <laughs> when you think of teams like that. Like, I think yeah. I'll, I think I'm going to put this up there with that uh, Mariners team that mm. I feel could have been so much better. Maybe. It's just this one is a little more tragic because it was more so injury that killed it. Yeah. Heavy injury bug. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we got the Bulls finale. Yep. The documentary, sorry. Exactly. Uh and then I want to touch on the uh Michigan man. Okay. Which I'll explain I'll elaborate yeah. on that in a moment. And oh, then, did you see uh, you know, apparently so unfortunately, Wolverine fans, you might get one more year of Harbaugh. Because oh, really? U of M said, Yeah, um, if there's no students on campus, they're just not going to do football this year. Really? Yeah, which I'm like, I, I get it, you know. I-, I totally understand that aspect. It sucks for some Michigan fans because, well, you got to go another extra year with Harbaugh and yeah. he's not your guy. And I just realize, I like, I need Michigan people to really wake up and realize Harbaugh is not your guy. He's not going to lead you to a championship. No, he's not. It's not going to happen. He's not. If he would have, it would have happened last year. When freaking it was wide open. For yeah, him. I mean every Michigan game that I've seen, those they're they're just so anemic on offense. Yeah. Like, and it's always the same. Like, first down, second run, run up the middle. If you don't get it, then it's a third down pass, mm-hmm. and it only works against bad teams. If you could do it against good teams, then I can understand running that fucking playbook down you know other teams' throats. But it doesn't work. But when you play good teams, yeah. they they know what you're gonna do and they know how to stop it. Just blitz heavy up the middle, exactly. cover the gap, cover the fucking. Cover you your know, gaps. The one and the fucking and the two gap. And then on third down, make sure fucking Patterson doesn't beat you. Yep. Which yeah. he's not going to beat you. Which, speaking of, he signed in the NFL. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Kansas City. I know, I saw that. I'm like, he finally gets to play with an actual quarterback guru. Right. Andy Reid will get him together, possibly. I mean, he's not going to see the field in KC. No. God forbid, because... No. You got Mahomes. <laughs> well, what's his name? Matt Moore came out and played last year. He did, yeah, because unfortunately Mahomes got hurt. Yeah. But, I mean, I think they bought Matt Moore back. So. That's yeah, a good look making the roster. Dude, Dude that roster it. is filthy. Yeah. I mean, like, Matt Moore knows the playbook. He does, yeah. yeah. And he came in and filled in perfectly fine. Right. Yeah, I think he only lost one game in that stretch. Uh, and I think that was against Green Bay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was I'll, only I, I one or two. go back and look. 
think it was one game that he lost in that stretch. Yeah. So real quick, yep. um, there was we'll we'll do the Michigan man thing, and mm-hmm. then the game that I want to talk about that was announced that we yeah. didn't talk about last week because we weren't we didn't do the pod. Right, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, man, dude, that's it's such being remade. A good one, such a good one. Dude, I'm like way too pumped for it. Uh, yeah. what, what's his record? One and one. Oh, he did two. So he, yeah, he yeah. split it. Yeah, and I think one of the games was the Green Bay game. He threw 91 passes in two games. Yeah, well, technically, technically it was three games because remember, well, it says uh, actually it says six. Yeah, he he got into six games, so they set Mahomes probably a few of them. Yeah, but think about uh, remember, um, Mahomes went down. I think that was the first quarter against Denver in that Thursday night game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then they had a bye, which is why he played so few games. Oh, okay. But, yeah, he he came in in that game. That's why he has 91 passes. Because he came in and filled in perfectly for Mahomes in that game. A 100.9 QBR, dude. Yeah. Like, he – I mean, four touchdowns, no picks. And did he fumble? I don't even think I see a fumble, honestly, unless it's not listed on this one. But, yeah. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. Take that back. That's a 100.9 rating, not not QBR. Yeah, it was QBR. Oh, he didn't register a QBR. If he had a 100.9 QBR, that's above perfect. Yeah, that is. <laughs> like, that, that one only oh. goes to 100, but yep. rating goes up to 158.3, I believe. Yeah, I think it's 158.3 or like yeah. 148 or something. Something 58 like that. for sure. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Kansas City will be fine. Yeah. Matt Moore is right. not going to lose a job to He's Patterson. Not. I mean, it's, it's not going to happen. So this Michigan man thing, I, I don't know if this is like a super popular thing or not. Right. But I did see that they're trying to make Michigan man like the new Florida man. Like they really trying to come at us like that, bro. Yeah. Not this is not the state to be doing that in. No, it's not. We're not Florida. We're not Alabama. Bro, we like, will wreck you in Michigan. <laughs> OK, let's be real. This ain't this ain't Ohio. Let's be realistic here. Right. I mean, I, I've seen some crazy shit around here. Yeah, but, but nothing, Florida man level is a nothing that level. warrants the idea of like the new Florida man. Nah, right. But the 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 whole thing that this stemmed from was the other day there was this guy who claimed he, he like he got arrested, but he claimed that he was trying to steal a helicopter from the hospital <laughs> to save people from the hospital that had coronavirus. Oh my god! And I mean, obviously, didn't like make it anywhere near a helicopter. This was just his intentions. That right. He admitted to the police, but it's like, dude. One guy out of the how many fucking millions of people who live in Michigan? Right, like come know? on now, it's it's not like every day. I mean, you can't look up Michigan man stories and find a Michigan man story like that. Right, like you can do Florida man. Like people got to the point where, hey, instead of zodiac signs, type in your birthday in Florida man, and that's your Florida man sign. Yeah, like come yeah, on exactly. Now. So, uh, you want to knock out this NFL list before we move on to the NBA team that we wanted to talk about in the documentary? Yeah, we could. We right. could. So we have all of our new NFL jerseys. Yep. Right. My Rams got one. Yeah. Super basic. It was best by ask. Yeah. Right. Like honestly, <laughs> not only that, the white one, dude. The white one looks like a baby onesie. <laughs> like if you were to buy a baby a onesie, isn't it more like a cream jersey though? Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, it looks it looks almost like I saw a picture of one, and I'm like, bro, is that a onesie? I don't hate them though. That's the thing with like me personally. I don't hate the new jerseys. Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly love them or like even like them that much. But I don't hate them. Like right they there. could be. They could be way better. They, they could really be. could be way better. They're very basic. They're very plain. Yeah. And compared to this is the one I saw. Like it. It. It, lo- it literally looks like a baby one. Well, that's a, just the a jersey. Form of it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, dude, come on. Well, now. that's how they get it to like sneak up under the fucking shoulder pads and yep. stuff. They have to build them. They got to build it that yeah. way. But it's like, dude, this jersey is just—they could have did so much better. They could have. They really could have. Just take some inspiration from mine and your favorite by yeah. a lot too. The Chargers. The Chargers. The Chargers literally have a better version of the Rams jersey. Yeah, I mean, and the Chargers by far killed it. They might have the best jerseys in the NFL right now. Yeah. Right. Especially, I think, was it that navy one? Uh, I think it yeah, was the man. navy one. That ri- yep that. No, both the navy and that uh pop, that uh regular royal blue. Yeah, because the man. powder is nice and the white is nice, but that royal and that navy, yeah, the navy really pops off because the way that the bolt is literally just the outline of the bolt and it's still navy blue inside yeah. of it. Yeah, man. No, man, the Chargers fucking crushed. They it, killed it. With They've got the best jerseys. Yeah, Atlanta's were. Yeah, you said it. They stepped backwards. Yeah, um, and 
Tampa literally just went back to their last Super Bowl run for their jerseys. Right. That's all it is. Right. Like it, it's it's not even a new jersey. It's a throwback. You know what I wish Atlanta would have done hmm. was go back to the like the Michael Vick initial jerseys the before dirty bird, they like before, the dirty bird days. Yeah. 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 Before they changed okay to the the ones that they were like still wearing up until last year. Yeah, because I mean I I thoroughly enjoyed their jerseys. Um, you know, like the Falcons. They've always had yeah. a, a clean jersey to me. Right. But I don't know. They figured it was time to change and yeah, like see this red with this like red this and black fade. transition. Yeah. No, that's that's hideous. That's goofy. There's no reason you should have done that. Yeah, that's Miles, tacky. if I see you in this jersey for Ty Gurley. We gonna have to have some words, okay? I'm, I'm, I might just grab it, dude. Just get the black one instead. <laughs> like that's, that's the only one I'll give you a pass for. No, not even that black the, one. The white one's actually not bad. Honestly, they had one gem in it, and that's the throwback black one, the Thirty Bird Days black yeah, one. Yeah, those are the sweetest. Those are the sweetest shirts they've ever had. But the rest of it is hideous. And the more I look at this red with the black, and it transitions into the black pants. Looks like XFL, like trying too hard. Dude, it's not even XFL. XFL was better than that. Yeah. This looks like Pee Wee Lee. This looks like a kid went on Madden. Right. And was like, let me make some ridiculous jerseys real yeah. quick. And they're like, you have full customization over your team. Like, dude, if, if, okay, look, Falcons, if a kid designed your jerseys, please just tell us. We won't go as hard on you. <laughs> like, because it's a kid doing it. And in which case, I understand. I sympathize for the kid. But if an adult did this, stop it. Right. Wait, did Gurley go to number 27 or is that 21? That's 27, right? I think that is twenty. No, because that's one. He, there's no way he's twenty-one. I think he might be. No, dude, Dion was twenty-one. No, he is. Yeah, because Dion was pissed. He said he was taking twenty-one because Dion's number isn't retired. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not retired. So Gurley took it, and he's like, "Well, I mean, it's not retired." So, and no Dion was a little way. bit salty about it. Yeah. Is it retired in Dallas? I think so. It's gotta be right. Like somebody had to retire it. Wait, they didn't. The Falcons didn't retire Dion's jersey. Nah. Let's see who's who has it retired. I mean, Gurley went to Georgia like he. They were supposed. Oh wait, they retired it at half. So what the? How does Gurley have it if they retired it? Didn't he ask him for it or something? I think so. Look right there. Go back down. Right there. Which the, one? Like third one down. Yeah, Deion oh, Sanders yeah. won't give up retired. Yeah, there's. So oh, for his son. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and that was at Florida State when his son went there. Yeah. But, like, uh, oh, they retired Dion's name into the Ring of Honor. They didn't retire the jersey. Yep. That's what it was. Damn. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Dion Sanders objected to it, and yeah, Gurley he, he still so, wouldn't grab He it. more so objected to the Falcons than Gurley doing it because he got respect for Kyle Gurley, but it's like the Falcons more so. It's like. You really let him do that? Well, here he's in an interview with 92.9 The Game in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Gurley said, what's that sound? Is that this fucking website? Okay. Oh, they're showing the Raiders' new stadium. That thing's actually pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, or he said, Prime was hating on me. He told me don't wear it. <laughs> and he said, if I was Prime, I wouldn't want anybody wearing my number either. And you know, Gurley just you were the best corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, if I was girly, I probably wouldn't have worn it. Yeah, like I would have went for a different number, but you know, it it is what it is. Yeah. Um, what do we say? What else we got? Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to play into his forties, but honestly, I don't think he deserves any more airtime in the show. Nah, that's all he gets, right? Right. That's it. <laughs> like. Bye. Bye, A.A. Rod. Yeah. That's it. Good luck. You're not going to be Brady. Yeah. Um, James Harris and Mike Tomlin, you saw that story, right? Dude, that was a little crazy to me because, right? like, the day it happened, I was watching ESPN, and it's, like, in real time. They've got, all right, Tomlin's on here. Yeah, and it's just crazy that th- they would think something like that. And I think they even had, like, freaking Greg Roman or somebody on there who was involved in Bounty yeah. Gate. And they were like, no, the league was too hot on that type of stuff. So there's no way that would have happened. Yeah, in that time. Well, I, th- I I think probably what happened is he. I I, I guarantee you that like what he said did happen. There's yeah. no way he comes out. He just slipped on a podcast. You know. Yeah. But he was. What happened was he's like, yeah, we'll pay your fine. It was a yeah, good hit. That's really. Hit. That's really what like they were trying to say. Like it right. came down to like it was more so. No, we'll pay your fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or I'll pay your fine or something like that. You know. Yeah. It wasn't know, which, like that happens all the time though in the NFL. It's just. It gets brushed under the rug because yeah. it's like, bro, it's none of your business. The fine's paid. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it does. And 
can you imagine like how how much how many fines have actually been paid by the team and it hasn't right. come out you know like dude it's a ton yeah um but hearing that story hearing the way in the context that james harrison told it because yeah. it was a big hit right that resulted in an injury if i'm not mistaken yeah i think it was yeah i forget which hit he said it was but um yeah, I mean, they, the team paid for it, but to come out publicly and say it, that's a big slip up on his part. You yeah. can't do that, you know, especially since Mike Tomlin's still coaching. If right, he wasn't you know, coaching, that wouldn't be as big of a okay, deal. Okay, yeah, but you, you can't just throw him in under the bus right. like that. Because like, they, they could suspend him or something. They really you know? could, yeah, easily. Yeah. And isn't, if I'm not mistaken, James Harrison's still on the sidelines for the uh, Steelers. I think he might be like a coach on the sidelines or like a or D-line like coach that. or yeah, d- defensive so. line assistant coach or some weird shit yeah. like that. Dude. Yeah. His age, he's still jacked. Like I feel yeah. like he could still go on the field. Yeah, I mean he could play at the level of some of the you know really lower tier guys. Right. Like he could still contribute to yeah. a team at this age, which is scary because dude still lifts like a monster. Like right, bro. I mean you saw it just a couple of years ago, like two years ago, he was still like in the weight rooms, like out doing yep. all of the rookies. Oh, he still is now. Yeah, like even now when he posts his at home workouts, it's like you out doing dudes that are like. You know, in the league, in the league, and yeah. producing in the league at right, that. Right, right. Um, so the Dak Prescott contract situation, bro. Okay, so here, tell you what. Before we dive into yeah. this, I need a beer. You need okay. one? Uh, well, nah, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go grab right. a beer because I can go for that. One. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we we're gonna pick. Can. Yeah, we're gonna pick this back up, and we'll be right back. Yeah. All right, we're back to another episode of Chris's 50 best haikus of the week. Here we go. No, just kidding. Um, let's see what this caller's got to say. Hey, hey welcome to Buddy's Podcast. You're on the podcast. No way. Today's nine years ago since we went to Belle Isle to be playing Oh, shit. Damn, son. <laughs> uh, I'll bring it up on the show. Let me call you back in like 30 minutes. Nine, nine fucking years ago, dog. Damn. All right. All right. I'm busy. I will call you back. Right, Bye. All right. <laughs> oh man. He was talking about we went and did like you remember when planking was a thing? Dude, I remember that. I actually still had like a folder on Facebook of planking. Really? Yes. Yeah, nine years ago today, Aaron just called me. We were at Belle Isle planking. and like took a couple of pictures of us like planking, like where we were just kinda chilling. Dude, we used to go to, like twelve oaks and just plank like on the escalator and shit out there. Like we're in the middle of the walk in the rich portion of twelve oaks and Damn. people are just walking past like what are you doing yeah. here? What is going on? Right, what like, is this? What is this? Why are you laying in the floor like it's planking? Go away. Right. Like just chill. Well, that was nine years ago, Chris. Yeah. Planking was a cr- planking was everywhere. Yeah. Man. And it was like it was this it was like right around now, right when summer started. Yep, yeah. it really was. Spring yep. in the summer. Yeah, man. So you know, I had a friend that planked on a freaking fire hydrant. I'm like, how did you not puncture something <laughs> in doing that? All right, back on track here. Yep. Back on track with Dak. So, uh, Cowboys offered to make him the highest. If I'm not, was it the highest? Yeah, he would have been the highest paid quarterback in the league in the NFL. But it's I think the guaranteed money was slightly off, and that's why he felt a little slighted. But I'm like, dude, you would have been the highest paid. Like I get wanting more from yourself. Yeah, but you've got to look at factors, and unfortunately, at this present time you're not in a position where the factors are in your favor. Right. Because you've got a guy, it's not like they've drafted a guy to replace you who's going to take some time to really come around. They've drafted a veteran. A veteran who, honestly, we may have given, we may give him shit. Yeah. But Andy Dalton is a good quarterback. He's actually a decent quarterback. Yeah. He, he's, he's in the top 35 in the NFL. Yeah, easily. Um, And with, with Andy Dalton, he can, he can make a lot of throws. He's just very inconsistent. Yep. And I mean, um, his line was horrible. And I think exactly. I think that was kind of due to the fact that he was under a lot of pressure all mm-hmm. the time. Um, had receivers in and out, constantly yep. getting hurt. You saw what he did, you know, with with an, with a healthy AJ Green, yeah. with a healthy Tyler Boyd. Um, he always made tight ends always made always tight ends made look, look good. good. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. I mean, I I don't. I mean, you plug in Andy Dalton with Zeke, Ceedee Lamb, Gallup. You know, you still got a. You know, um, Cooper. Cooper, yeah. Like, I mean, you've you've got some young tight ends that are fucking hungry. They, yeah, they look like, like they can turn develop into good players. Literally, Dallas has a system in place now where you can plug anybody in at quarterback there and they can flourish. Yeah, 
Well, anybody short of like Joey Harrington, but that's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I mean, and Dak does show promise of being he, a good player. Honestly, I will admit. Careful now. Right. Careful now. Look, the, uni- the universe is like, oh, don't say this, but yeah. I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> if he wasn't a Dallas Cowboy, I would probably be a Dak Prescott fan. Like I could, I could see myself possibly, you know, admiring his game a little more. And I can understand that. Yeah, it's just I can't stand the Cowboys. Right. I just can't. Like you have to be a freakish talent like Zeke for me to actually give you your props as a Cowboy consistently. We'll see. And and I'm I'm different. Like mm-hmm. I will actually give Dak Prescott. Yeah. Fucking his, you know, props. like his props. Yeah. I mean, he was second, if I'm not mistaken, second in the league last year in passing yards. I think he was. Yeah. Um, he put together a top five offense. Yep. Um, he with and he, without Zeke both right yeah and what he does that's different than most a lot of other quarterbacks in the league is late in games mm-hmm. is when he really turns it on yep and prime example when I saw that Green Bay game because he looked horrible yeah. that whole game like yeah. and I think I said it on the podcast like during the season Dak had become slowly one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch because he'll play like hot garbage. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he just turns it on mid game and he's a top five quarterback with the talent level that he's playing with at that time. Right. And, like, and he so does, weird. he does like the small things. Like, he, he late in games, he won't turn the ball over yep. and he'll create plays with his legs mm-hmm. and he'll pick up the first down on the ground if he needs to by himself. Yep, he he'll will. Like, and I mean, I've he's seen a winner. Him. He wants to win. Exactly. And I mean, that I think is what the Cowboys were paying for. But. Yep. If if he ever you know snaps out of that funk, I don't think they really want to be on the books to pay him the money that yeah. he thinks he's earned. You know, yep. and it's like, well, and I, I get both sides of it. You know, the Cowboys haven't really seen enough consistently, yeah, to want to dump that money into him. And I mean, from him, you see, which he has every right to feel this way after Zeke got paid, after Cooper got paid, you're paying everybody but him. Yeah, and I mean, he's at the helm. Yeah. He had a great rookie season. Um, and then we throw in the factor that if he was Tony Romo, he would have been paid already. True. Yeah, true. which is sad but true. Yeah, it's very unfortunate, yeah. but it's true. I mean, think about the NFL, dude. They're like yeah. they're they're incentivizing like hiring black fucking yeah, coaches right now. Exactly. So you know? you know, and it's Jerry Jones. We all know yeah. Jerry Jones' real life still has like five <laughs> slaves at least. Come yeah, on, dude. Now. He's he's still a plantation owner right, at, you know? at this day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean I. I can actually side with Dak on this one, but mm. for him to be like he 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 turned down the contract offer. If I'm not, I could yeah, be talking did. out of context, but yep. he he said that one like in his most recent statement, he said that if he doesn't get what he wants, he wants to move on from Dallas. Yeah, like those are fucking strong words, dude. And I and I can understand like seeing like a salary cap increase, you know, mm-hmm. coming in the next few years. Yep. But dude, you just ha- you just got loaded with superstars at every fucking end of the offense. Like in all honesty, Dallas will be his best bet to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else that's like that close, mm-hmm. they've got their QB, or right. they've got something in place to have their QB. Right. And realistically, I mean, Dak, not to throw shots, but Cam's a former MVP and he's not signed anywhere right now. Yeah. So that would let you know what the market is right now. Right. And that's that's there's that, that's a lot of like there's a lot of sh- of uh sorry I'm looking something up oh, trying to explain what I'm thinking of right now. But um that's a scary thing for you know quarterbacks who yeah. you know are trying to like, for someone like him exactly like you like see demanding what's going this. on with Cam and it's like dude, what? Yeah. But it's kind of you also with the NFL, man. It's yeah. very what have you done for me lately, sport? Exactly. You know, Cam in his most recent outing looked like unfortunately fucking, did not look that good, and we know he wasn't healthy, right. but unfortunately, that's the last we've seen of him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I I think I think once I think with Dak, Dak Prescott, he's he's trying to pave the way for other players like Lamar Jackson for, would be a good example. Yeah, here. Um, rookie season didn't look like he could fucking hit the blind side of a bar. Yeah, barn. Um, Lamar Jackson or. Uh, you know the following season puts up MVP numbers. Yep. And I don't. I think the cons- the inconsistency of it yeah. is going to play in the factor honestly, in his contract. As much as I love Lamar as a fantasy quarterback, little quick fantasy moment, I might avoid him this year. Because one thing that was pointed out 
the difference between you know well he kind of had almost the same thing but he dedicated a lot of time last offseason to getting better and to being with a quarterback coach that will help him get better like is it able to still stick the same with possibly doing it virtually and things like that compared to actually being out there with your guys and with the guy that co- that's coaching you I don't know I don't mm. want to see Lamar take a step back but with the conditions going on right now I could see it I personally wouldn't hold it against them GMs might hold it against them Mm-hmm. And, you know, sportscasters, I wouldn't just because if we're looking at the circumstances of things, you know, because he's he's still learning. You saw that last year yeah. in, in some moments. He's still learning. It's just he can make plays happen with his legs. Yeah. So that gives him an extra edge. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, you put yourself like Kyler Murray, I think. Yeah. It shows the promise of like I can throw better. Yep. But I, actually, you can't even really say that. Dude, Lamar Jackson lit the fucking league on fire he did, last year. Yeah, but. He did. I mean, you still see, like, he didn't throw as much as most passers. Like, yep. Lamar, like Kyler Murray, you know, for instance, will throw more. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott will throw more. And if a team can find a way to, you know, shut Lamar's legs down. like if, I mean, if he just becomes, you know, a guy who can read the field, like yeah, not just two hot like, reads. If Lamar can reach the level of understanding, a, you know, the game of football that Michael Vick did post-prison in Philly. Yeah. Then he's going to be great. He's going to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. If exactly. Right. Because Vic, like post-prison Vic, Vic, if he didn't have injury issues, dude, he should have won an MVP if he didn't have injury issues. Like, he was playing yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Just monstrous numbers. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, he was throwing six touchdowns in some games, you know, yeah. three in others. Like, he was lights out on the numbers. Like, yep. he was it's putting just, up Peyton Manning numbers. He'd get hurt, and, yeah. you know, he's missing a chunk of time. So, I was like, unfortunately, yeah. that's how the legend of uh, Nick Foles started. <laughs> yeah. Filling in for Vic. You know, I didn't know that Flacco signed. Uh, yeah, he signed with the Jets yesterday as a backup, I think. That just happened yesterday? Yep, just yesterday. Oh, then these assholes. Yeah. I was like, dude, when did this? Like, It was either yesterday or Friday, but I want to say it was yesterday. Oh, it was okay. very, very recent. Yeah. Okay. I, like, the other, like I was like playing Call of Duty with my buddies like mm-hmm. yesterday, and they're like, Oh yeah, dude. Flacco, he signed with the who was he with? The Jets, yeah, the right? Jets, yeah. yeah, he's like, Yeah, he's been with the Jets. I no, didn't know just, I, think I was like, been, dude, I didn't hear that. Like, how did I not know about that? I think I I wanna say to yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Yep. Yeah. But um Winston, he signed in New Orleans, right? Yeah, which is perfect for him. Yeah. Honestly. Cause I'm not gonna, you know, knock off Jameis as a franchise quarterback just yet um i mean he could be a he could be a good starter and now that he's fixed his problem which was his vision i want to see what he can do now dude i think it's i think it's scary i think the fact that he's gonna the fact be, that he put up five thousand yards blind how much did the how, how long did they sign him for just one year so it's a one year a one year yep so he could do the bridgewater yeah and if breeze gets hurt come in show you can do it boom right or you know if breeze just kind of takes a step backwards which yeah and you i don't see, think new orleans would really turn their back on him and be like oh they're we're not benching you no because what what would happen in breeze's case will be what happened in denver with peyton when uh osweiler was there you know like all right you heard cool sit down rest up a little bit we'll yeah. let him take over but as soon as you come back i don't care how good this guy looks you're getting your position back yeah because you are the franchise yeah, and Breeze signed for two years, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think I think Breeze will retire before Brady. I think yeah. he just might. Yeah. I, I feel like if Breeze would have won one this year, he would have retired. Oh yeah. But it's he probably would have retired after last year if if the Rams didn't get that fucking what you called on him. Yeah. Like he keeps kind of. Was you there know, something floating around right yeah, here? Yeah, I thought it was like just dust, but I think it might be a white moth. Really? Yeah. Okay. We'll uh, locate it. Whatever. Because <laughs> I was looking. I'm like, am I tripping right now? Yeah. Or, um, But back to the Dak Prescott. I yeah. mean, if you compare him to some of the guys that are. Even the guys from his draft class. Or, you know. Like, who who did he get drafted? Was that like Josh Allen? In the, I no. Think it, was it Josh that He got was drafted draft? before that. It was. He got drafted like the year before that. Because I don't think. Or was he in Mahomes class? I think it was the Mahomes class. Because he was the second round. He was definitely the second round that year. Um, it was 2016. 2016. Uh, Jared Goff. Yep. So, so yeah, Jared Goff, Goff was yeah. uh, the – he was the first overall pick in that draft, right? Yep. Goff, Wentz was the other quarterback that went ahead yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. Wentz was actually taken second. Paxton Lynch went ahead of him oh to Denver, God. which backfired completely on the Broncos. I don't even think Paxton Lynch is in the league right now. 
Mm, I don't think so. Hackenberg went before Dak the to Jets. the Jets. Yeah. Um, Which, I think that to me was the dumbest draft pick I think I've ever seen the Jets do. Because Hackenberg had so many issues. He was literally just an arm. And to take him in the second round was like the dumbest thing ever when he would have sat right. for so long. Yeah. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, Brissett got taken that year, right? Yeah. Brissett was before him, too. Yep. And Connor then, Cook? Yeah. Connor Cook was in that draft. Like, dude. Like, they all, these are all QBs that went ahead of him. The only QB that didn't go did ahead of Dolphins, him that was noticeable was Cardale Jones. Did the Dolphins take somebody? Or I don't think they took a quarterback. Or Cleveland that year. did. That wasn't Manziel, right? That was that. No, Manziel was no. That was a different year. Yeah, because the Raiders took Cook. Um, Cleveland took somebody, I think. Who else? Uh, Kess- yeah, Cleveland took Kessler. I forgot about Kessler. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Kessler was actually going to be decent in the league, but oh well. Yeah, and then Dak wh- was it third round that he got drafted? Yep, it was the third. No, it was the fourth. Fourth yep. round. Okay. Fourth. Yep. It's crazy yeah, you get that out of a fourth round pick. It's like, dude, and just look at the guys that was ahead of him. Like at the at the front portion, yeah, oh yeah, I can see these guys yeah. kind of going over Dak. But then you get to guys afterwards, and it's like, bro, you telling me you took Paxton Lynch over Dak? Like you really took Connor Cook and Christian Hackenberg over him? Yeah, come on. Well, just comparing the ones. Okay, so we'll just compare him with the top two taken in the draft. So mm-hmm. like Wentz, he doesn't have the injury. Yep. history that Wentz does. And then Goff. Goff led his team to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, yeah, Wentz has a ring, but Wentz has that ring because of Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah. Um, Wentz didn't actually win that ring. He wasn't on that playoff push. Right. I who mean, was, he helped Who was the running back on that team? That uh, Eagles team? Yeah. I think it was Blount. Yep. Blount? Yeah, like, yep, because he, uh, he like left. Blunt? Yep, because no. he was on the Patriots the year before. got a ring. Oh, Went yeah, no, no, no. You're right, ring. but who yep. was the other back? Because um, he split time with somebody. Ooh, that's see. that's a good one. I, I don't. It, yeah. it was way after Lashawn McCoy, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, it was it was after McCoy because you know Chip Kelly came in and just ruined it completely for Lashawn McCoy. So that was that. Uh, who was it? Come on, Chris. Wait, hold on. Sorry, there's a lot of googling. On I got this, it. I got this it. Episode. It is. Uh, Okay. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, so they had Jay Ajayi. Yep. Oh. Because they got Ajayi halfway through the season. Yep. Because Blunt was their lead oh, uh, yeah, running back. Yeah, yeah, And okay. they traded for Ajayi. And I think Ajayi tore his ACL like before the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I was it? It was like before the Super Bowl or like after that he tore his ACL. Ryan Matthews? No, he had already left. Yeah, because the other running backs behind uh, them were uh, Kenjin Barner, Corey Clement, and Wendell Smallwood. That team went to the Super Bowl? Yep. And then they had... With wide receivers of Nelson Angolor, Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith. Those are the recognizable names. Damn, yeah. Alshon Jeffrey. Didn't he catch a bomb in that game, though? I think he did, yeah. And he's been dropping ever since. (laughs) I mean, actually, dude, Alshon Jeffrey... Aside from and all injuries aside, oh, has Jeffries. been a great yeah, wide been a receiver great in the receiver. NFL. Yeah. What were we saying though? So you you compare him to Goff, who already got paid. Yep. Um, I think Which he he, got, when Goff got paid, he, he was, was the, the highest, highest paid. paid player in the and league. And then when Wentz got paid, he was the highest paid. Right. So I, I think it's only fair that you pay Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done nothing but help the team win. Yeah. Well, they missed the playoffs. I'm not talking about the most recent year, but the year prior. So that's two they years in a row. Playoffs. I think they missed the playoffs. Did they, did they miss? No, they made the playoffs last year, but they got kicked right in the first round. No, no they, they won their first round. They lost to the Seattle. Yep. Yeah, that was the year before. Yeah. Oh. So two years ago, uh, they won against C- Seattle by two, and then they lost to the Rams by eight. And then last year they didn't make it because of the fact that they went eight and eight, and Philly actually beat them out for it. Okay. So, I mean, if you're I don't know. The, Dallas has a honestly a better argument than fucking Dak does of yeah. whether you pay the guy or not. I mean, but I mean, I look at it this way: Dallas, since Dak has been there, second in the AFC. I mean, in the NFC East at nine and seven. You but know, did they make the playoffs? They uh, did they that year? Nope, they didn't. They didn't qualify for the playoffs. Yeah, and that's that's really what it comes down Ten to. You give your team a chance to win. They made it to the wild card. They did they win the division in that one? 
think they might have. Yeah. I think they did win the division, yep. but they lost. They lost to the Rams because they had to go to the Rams. Yep, and then, you know, 8-8. Eight and eight. So, I mean, he's been consistent. It's just, which we know Consistently a lot. Consistently mediocre. Yeah, but like. we know a huge part of it was Jason Garrett being an idiot at coach, too. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, Jason Garrett held back the Cowboys as long as he was their coach. Yeah, true. Um, So, let's let's flip to the NBA real quick. So, right. you brought up something on the on our last, it was right after the last episode, too. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked to hear this. And then... We didn't record last week because this was like the big one that I wanted to do. Oh, I don't know how yeah. much time we got left. We got like 15 minutes left. So okay. 14 and a half. Here we go. Um, the Trailblazers. Yeah. Back in like, oh, probably 08, 09, probably 2010 if it made it that far. I don't think so, but maybe. Um, they had a trio of LaMarcus Aldridge, yep. Brandon Roy, and Greg Oden. Yeah, which we all knew Greg Oden was technically 50 years old coming into the NBA. <laughs> but looked, we just going to brush looked, that under the rug. He looked like it. Um, bro, I'll never forget the first time I saw him playing college basketball. I'm like, who is this 40-year-old on the court, bro? Yeah, dude, who's that old dude out They're there? like, no, he only 18. Yeah. Huh? No. Yeah, he's, he's seven and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude looks like he's 80. Um, yeah, so you – presented to me this shocking fucking stat yeah. that I I didn't know. I, I didn't even realize until I saw it. Yeah, but when you said it, I was like, man, like, Dude. how good were those three? Because I think Greg Oden is actually very underrated. He was. Like, he was he was the weaker link of the three, honestly. But that's not saying that he was bad in no. all honesty. And I, I guess underrated is probably bad considering he was taken first overall in the yeah. draft. Um, But injuries really kind of like hindered his career yeah yeah and you know you you, every every blazers game that you would tune into you'd see him on the side of the fucking on the bench on the bench he's not in the game in a suit and it's just like man we can't wait till this guy comes out and then when you did see him you're like oh he's shockingly a good player he can move well for a big man he's under every rebound like you know he's a great he looks like he's going to be a great player it's just kept moving on kept moving on would he get mm-hmm. traded or signed somewhere else? Just couldn't keep it together. Couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, just looking at back at him, he missed like he left his debut for after you know thirteen minutes with a foot injury. Yeah, like part of it was weight. He didn't have the right trainers because they're like he literally was listed at two fifty, but trainers was like no, he was two ninety. Really, all that weight and all that height. Yeah, you're gonna be more prone to injury well dude. he sat after he dra- got drafted yeah he sat he? that first year because he had an injury i yeah. think it was a foot or yeah foot or a knee injury it was one or two because that's really what he what was his issue yeah it was either the, his foot or his knee whereas brandon roy it was just his knee yeah so uh, sorry i just grabbed my charger oh you um, good so lamarcus aldridge um he was a great blazer like yeah. Oh, yeah. He as, was. as good as they come. Like honestly, he's not as good as San Antonio as he was on the Blazers. No. But he was a stud. He was like, a stud he was on a, the Blazers. He was definitely a top power forward. When I mean, he was he was, he was a top three power forward in the league. Yeah. At the time when he played with Portland. Yep. Um, and I mean, like the the difference between him and a lot of other guys, like he just did things that other power forwards couldn't. Yeah. He could stretch the floor. And it was before um, power forwards were really stretching the floor. Yeah, and I I wouldn't say necessarily before because you saw it in like people like Dirk and Kevin Garnett. But yeah, but like it was those were very few and far in between. Yeah. well that's what he was, yeah. and I mean he he could he could play it, he could stretch it, and you know he could knock down any jumper. Yep. Um, hell of a defender, dude was a, just an outstanding defender. Um, but I I think he was playing MVP caliber basketball in Portland oh, by yeah. himself. Um. But then, like we said, Brandon Roy. Um, let's let's just jump to it. Those three together. Go ahead, deliver the. Uh, Dude, record. what was it like? Sixty and twelve, I believe. I think you said fifty-two and ten. Or fifty-two and ten. Yeah, it was like it was some ridiculous number. Yeah, because no, they only played sixty-two games. Yep, so it was fifty-two and t- uh, ten. Yep. How? Like, how are you that? And you don't even have that much time to play. Usually, when it's guys like that, like prime example, when the big three got to Miami. Yeah. They weren't looking that hot at first. Right. It took some time to adjust. Right. To have that type of chemistry that quick where you can run guys 52 out of 60 games. Dude, I mean, that's that's what's so shocking yeah. to me is those three as a trio on the floor at the same time. They 
had a record of 52 wins and 10 losses combined. Yeah. Historically. Now, you think, like, what could that team have really done? Like, that, I <laughs> mean, Brandon, so much. like, LaMarcus Aldridge, he did everything. Like, if you had a Greg Oden under the basket, oh, yeah. And you had that player that plays like his style. Flourished. Oh, my God. He would have been playing, he would have dropped fucking 25 a game. Yep. Probably had, you know, eight to 10 boards. Yep. He but, was I a mean, great when you he got Oden under the rim. Yeah. Eating up the rest of the boards. Right. That's okay. You're happy with that. Right. And then Brandon Roy. Um, was just unreal. I mean, one of the more prolific shooting guards I've seen, given the, you know, the timetable that he had to play. And that says a lot, considering the shooting guards that we've seen right. in our lifetime. Right. Like, just in the since the early 2000s alone, you've seen Iverson. You've seen, you know, technically T-Mac played the two for a second. Mm-hmm. We saw Rip. Kobe, yeah, D Wade, yeah. like it's it's a list of two guards yeah. that were pretty great, and the fact that Brandon Roy was good enough to be listed within that list of players in such a short time, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and that's he played it so well. He he could create his own his own space, yep. his own jumpers. I mean, he was he could, dri- he could drive the basket. He was this generation's version of Grant Hill. Yeah, yeah, like a guy yeah. that you knew he had all the talent in the world. He could have been one of the best players in the league, but unfortunately, injuries just killed it for him. Right. And, um, I mean, they actually had a squad around them, too. Think of, like, in the 08 09 season, mm-hmm. you know, it was they had Nick Batum there, who could, he was a, he was a hell of a, just kind of a wingman. Like, mm-hmm. Nick Batum could actually fucking knock down the three. Yeah, he um, could. He, he was a great defender. Um, Steve Blake at point guard. Yep. Great passer. You know, you saw him. He went and didn't yeah, he Steve win a Blake fucking... was actually pretty good. Yeah, I didn't think he, he won a most improved or six man of the year at some point. Yeah. I mean, Steve Blake, he was a great passer. He could read the floor. Yep. Can you just imagine, like, that starting lineup? Like, you dude. know, And then having, like, Fernandez come off the bench. Channing Fry come off the bench. Like, that's um, just crazy, man, to see the amount of talent that was there. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's... I... I, I I forget you forget about you know these teams, but then yep. it's like man, like seeing these guys, like what could have been, you know. Look at it this way: imagine fate if Portland didn't go Odin and they went Durant. Right, dude. <laughs> yeah, that that would have been pretty wild. Cause, yeah, because Durant did get drafted second that yep, year. Yeah, he right? got drafted second, and then yeah. Horford was third. Yeah. Yep. Man, like that's just. That's crazy. Yeah, that was uh, actually took, a really strong draft. The Pistons class. took Rodney Stuckey that year. That was the beginning of the end of the Pistons. Yeah, when Stuckey came in. Yep. I've got a buddy who you can't tell him that fucking Stuckey wasn't a terrible player. Honestly, my personal opinion of what killed the Pistons dynasty was Joe Dumars' love for Rodney Stuckey because he felt yeah. like Rodney Stuckey could be him 2.0. Right. Right. And he tried to force it by forcing out guys that were still contributing, such as Chauncey and Rip, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work out. Yeah, and I mean, Stucky was no more than... He was a sixth man. Nah, I wouldn't even put him there, honestly. Like, honestly, at his best, when he came in off the bench as our sixth man, Stucky was good. But then when he actually had to get starters minutes and be a starter and contribute like that, that's when it tapered off. I just never saw Stucky as a good player. Like... Mm-hmm. He could come in, and actually, if you look at it, his stats, aren't terrible, but he was no, fed not. minutes. Yeah. Just due to the fact that we didn't have anybody else. We took this guy in mm-hmm. hopes that he was going to turn into something. And we then, took uh, him. Where did we draft him at? Like, it was like 15th or something. I think so. Yeah. It had. It was like right around 15th. Like, same pick Pistons get every yep, fucking 15. year. Was 15th, it 15th overall. Yeah. Yep. And there was actually quite a few good people that were taken off the board after him, too. Yeah. And... Yeah, that that really was like you you said it's kind of the beginning of the end for the Pistons. Oh yeah, because at that point, because that was also the same year. Oh seven was the year where LeBron parted the Pistons like the Red Sea, and that was when they stopped, you know, constantly making the conference finals and stuff. Because yeah. that was when LeBron beat them to make it to the finals, like by himself. God, in the fourth I still quarter. like that image is burnt in my head and it haunts me to this day to yeah. see as hard as the Pistons play defense mm-hmm. and as much as they contested the basket. To see Tayshawn, Rip, Chauncey, and she just part way for Brian to come down the lane as he's scoring 20 straight on us. Dude, he was, no, he was knocking down threes. He was knocking out, but no, the, the dagger was when he came to the basket and everybody moved out the way. Yeah. That was when I was like, it's over. It hurt. 
there's it's really like, nothing you could do, it, man. It's LeBron like watching, was establishing himself. Like, it's literally like watching your favorite fighter get knocked out. Yeah. It's like, come on, you can still do No. <laughs> what happened? No. Man. Yeah, but uh no, there's 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 a few more things I I kind of want to retouch this cuz like mm. I want to get a little bit more prepared. It was just that shocked me. I know I had fucking 2 weeks to do it, but yeah, it's cool. um this team shocked me. Um yeah. I do want to see what other teams c- we can relate to something like this cuz I honestly I don't think I don't I can't remember any others that are as like what could have been than this. Mm. I'm sure and I and I know they're out there. I'm going to look into this. I think this is something that we'll bring up on the next pod mm-hmm. um, is like, you know, remember we talked about the Blazers team, but like other teams that could have been this and just kind of what could have been in sports. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great one. Um, yeah. Like obviously like Alex Smith, yep. you know, like the year that he went down, they probably could have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Kaepernick took over. Yeah. Because that, that San Fran team was real good. Yeah. And it's not saying that Kaepernick didn't come in and help out because the fact that nobody had tape on him. Yeah. He just ran wild on everyone. Right. But then they got I mean, to Harbaugh. Kaepernick was a fucking hell of a player. Yeah. But then they got to Harbaugh's brother and it was like, I know how to stop you. How? <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> like, we got Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. You got who? Right. That was, you about to see. Wait. That was Ray's last season. Oh, shit. Because they won that one for Ray. And he went out on a Super Bowl win. Damn. Yep. Um. So we didn't even talk about the Bulls documentary. We'll touch. We'll touch on that next week. We can. Uh, we've yeah. got like four minutes left on this one. All right. Um. Let me ask you. Do you mm. have you ever heard of Bill Lambier contact ba- or combat basketball? No, but I feel like it's almost on par with like the highlight reel that you told me to watch whenever I get drunk of Bill Lambier that never disappoints. Right. <laughs> um. Well, this is not going to disappoint. All right. Back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. There was a Super Nintendo game created for Bill Lambeer called Bill Lambeer's Contact Basketball. Bruh. Or Combat Basketball. I'm sorry. Bruh. This is a real thing. They need to implement that in 2K this year. This is a real thing. But they oh were like God. dressed as robots. And it was like a bas- it was a basketball. Look it up, dude. Look it up. This is a real <laughs> fucking game. There were He had a game made about him back in the early 90s for Super Nintendo. Up, uh, found it. Yeah, dude. Dude, what? This is a what? real thing, dude. Looks like freaking Iron and Man. And it's like it's yeah, but it's it's like oh yeah, <laughs> it does look like Iron Man. Like bro, the- it's all overhead, like the old school fucking Grand Theft Auto right. games. You know, I kind of missed that view on Grand Theft Auto. You see this though? But he had a fucking video game made about him, bruh. Just and it was called Combat Basketball, <laughs> like, bruh. Like you couldn't fight these robots and shit. Like you literally just shoving them out the way. Yeah. How great is this? Oh, my God. How did I not know about this? I didn't know about this until a couple of weeks ago. Bruh. We need to, like, start an obscure video game segment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, realistically. I mean, this like, is a remember, great... Remember uh, Michael Jordan, a, uh, what was it, Windy City Madness? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I actually... I had that game when I was, like, five or six. I liked playing that game. You know what I actually enjoyed a lot as a kid? Moonwalker. What's that? The Michael Jackson game. And I enjoyed, I think it was the uh, Sega Genesis version because there were two versions. One was built like the arcade machine style. Yeah. And another was a little bit different. But dude, you're literally Michael Jackson, like you're moonwalking around, throwing your hat for attacks. Like all of your attacks are dance moves and stuff. What? Dude, Moonwalker was my shit. Oh, this and is, then in, this in is the funny. background. I'm looking at this right now. And the background is playing Smooth Criminal on on uh the level on repeat yes so like it's just it's just like a little you know boop boop version of swoof criminal like like an eight bit yep (laughs) here it is like dude it was legit stop it (laughs) can you you hear it in the mic (laughs) moonwalker was legit (laughs) oh my god this is hilarious bruh like i will sit up sometimes and re-download it just to play it again Oh my god, that is fucking funny, man. Yeah, we definitely should throw in a in an obscure game. That would be a good thing. This. Yeah, that'll be dope. That's like the Shack game. Oh, Shack Fu. Yeah, first Shack Fu was so bad. I actually bought the second one. Did you? I had fun. I ran through it. It was it was a nice little beat 'em up style game. Yeah, it was pretty corny, but you know, 
All right, so we 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 won't dive into any of we won't give anything else. Next yeah. week we're gonna do we're gonna finish off the Bulls documentary. We'll finish off the last dance. Um, we talked about it. I think we'll get back on schedule. We'll start recording on uh, day Fridays. Day. Yeah. Well, whatever day. Whatever. Whatever day, day makes no. more sense. Yeah. Um. So you're probably not gonna hear this for like during Memorial Day, right? Because that's not a day for podcasts. It's really not. I mean, if anything. you are, then hey, more power to you. Hey, man, if you're listening to us on your way to the beach or whatever you're doing, right? Go ahead. Hallelujah. But um. Yeah, hope you didn't get arrested and hope right. you're having a hope you had a good day. Right. You're hungover. Social distance enough to where you don't get any trouble. Yeah, man. Um outside of that, hope you enjoyed the show. I think this is it. Yep. That's it. Unless you got anything else, Dad. Nah, that's about it for right now. Yeah, Chris is gonna go play him some combat basketball. Right, I'm gonna have to fire this up, bro. This actually look late. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's it. That's our show. Peace. I see, I see, I got baddies in my custody I've been chewing on a chewy in his essence